ordered a MacBook Pro. It was something that I needed for work, and so we at Lakeview Church ordered me one, and it shipped, and it was on its way. And it was supposed to arrive in two weeks, which is not my typical Amazon Prime wait time, but I was like, whatever, I'll wait for it. But as things got closer to the date of delivery, I became more and more frustrated. Um, there were complications that kept extending the delivery date of my package. But one fateful day, it said on the tracker that the package was out for delivery. And I was pumped. I couldn't wait. I was excited. Um, but then throughout the whole day, it didn't get delivered. And then I got a, another message saying, oh, the delivery's been rescheduled. And so then I'm kind of frustrated and whatever. So I call them and I'm like, hey, where's my package? And they're like, oh, like we tried to deliver it, but you know, like it didn't get delivered. And I was like, well, no one tried to deliver it. Like where it was being delivered to, like people have been there all day and it, no one ever showed up. And I was like, is there somewhere where I can come and get it? And they were like, no, you can't get it because of COVID. So you can't come get your package. Um, you'll probably have to wait three more days before we resend it out. And I was like, well, seriously, why can't I just? And I became more and more frustrated where I was like, it doesn't make sense why I can't go get my package. And like, no one tried to deliver it. Why do I have to wait three more days? And I started to lose my mind. Now, eventually the package delivered. I realized that I was being ridiculous and that I could wait three more days and I moved on. But I think that we often live in a culture of now where even thinking of waiting two weeks for a package seems insane because we have Amazon Prime and things are supposed to appear the same day or the next day or at the very least two days and that's the most. And we don't know how to wait anymore, but things take time. And in the same way, when we're walking through anxiety, depression, stress, or just mental health issues, we want it to end now. And I think that our culture sets us up to fail in this area because we are so used to things happening as soon as we want them that when um, your anxiety doesn't go away, when you still feel depressed, when you are following Jesus and doing all the right things and you still feel like trash, you get frustrated and angry being like, why isn't this working? Why am I not fine? Does God not care? And we can become frustrated. But the thing is, is that healing from anxiety, depression, stress, and just feeling melancholy in general, isn't an overnight thing. It's not something that you can pay Amazon Prime to deliver to you in two days, as awesome as that would be. It's something that you have to sit through and wait through. And it's actually this thing we call faith and faithfulness. See, we put our faith in Jesus um, because we believe he's God, because we believe that he came and died and rose again for our sins and offers us eternal life and is restoring the world. And in that, there's a lot of waiting. And that's where the word faithfulness comes in, that we are supposed to be faithful, meaning patiently waiting, trusting that Jesus is bringing the good that he's promised. And that's my point today. It's that faith requires faithfulness. See, we need to hold on to hope. When everything feels dark and it feels like it's taking so long and you feel like the mental stress and anxiety and depression that you are experiencing is, is not going to go away and that you're frustrated with God that he hasn't done something right now, that you need to remember the hard words of stay faithful. That you putting your faith in Jesus doesn't mean that everything instantly gets better, but it means that you remain faithful, trusting that he is bringing uh, the restoration of all things, and that even if it takes till Jesus coming back for it to be restored, he is restoring it. 
and we put our faith in him and we remain faithful in trusting that he is going to do the good things that he's promised. Paul, in his letter to the Romans, says this, We also celebrate in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces patience. Patience produces a well-formed character, and a character like that produces hope. Hope, in its turn, does not make us ashamed because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. See, as you follow Jesus, the Holy Spirit is going to produce in you fruits that help you remain faithful. They help you remain uh, to be able to put your hope in Jesus, that you can trust in the good things he's promised, and you actually have hope. You're not like someone of this world who doesn't know God, who when things like COVID hit or when people die or when things go wrong, you go, oh man, this whole life is meaningless. I have no hope. Everything is just horrible. That you actually know that there is something greater, there is something better, that you're remaining faithful to hope. And that hope will not put you to shame. For me, when I was going through the darkest time in my life where I was at that Bible camp and I was like randomly crying, I couldn't leave my room, I constantly felt depressed and down, I had to remain on, uh, on hope. I had to remain faithful to Jesus. I had to remain faithful to the hope that he gave me. And through that time, the only thing that got me through it, it wasn't that I had people who cared about me. It wasn't that I had a job. It wasn't that I had money. The only thing that got me through that was Jesus. And every day I would wake up and I, and I would pray to God that he would take it away. And I would hope, knowing that even if today my anxiety and depression didn't change, that eventually it will. And that sometimes isn't an answer we like, but, but in that moment, the only thing that like got me out of bed and kept me motivated and kept me from not just completely crashing was knowing that I have a bigger hope than just the circumstances in this moment. Because if I found my hope in feeling happy all the time, and if I found my hope in my job, which I currently hated, if I found my hope in money, which I didn't have a ton of, if I found my hope in good grades, which I didn't know if I could get because I just felt like trash and didn't have the motivation to do anything, my life would have fallen apart. But instead, I had to remain faithful to Jesus, and in that, I found hope because I had something to hope for that was bigger than me. And something and someone who has never let me down. And even if in the circumstances I don't get what's going on and why he doesn't just fix it immediately, I trusted that he was good. I trusted that he was faithful to me. And I trusted that the promises that he is going to bring restoration either in my current life or in my next life, that that would actually happen. And that brought me hope. And so I want you guys to discuss this. Do you find it easy to stay hopeful in difficult circumstances? What has or can help you remember to hope when life feels dark? Now, see, it's one thing to stay faithful in hoping for what Jesus is doing and how he's going to bring the restoration of all things it's a whole other thing to stay faithful in the way you live your life in actually doing what it is that God has called us to do. In the account of Jesus' life in the book of Matthew, 
Jesus is preaching his most famous sermon called the Sermon on the Mount, and he begins to teach people how to pray. And what he does is actually surprising, where usually we would pray like, oh God, please let me get to heaven. Please let me just die and just be able to make it, Lord. I just want to get to heaven. But Jesus actually flips the script and does something else. And here's what he says. Jesus prays, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. See, what Jesus is actually saying here is that he is praying that God would bring his kingdom down on earth as it is in heaven. He's not praying that he will make it to heaven or like um, that, that hopefully he makes it or that God will take him to heaven soon. And that's often how Christians in the last hundred years have gotten it confused. We've made Christianity about getting to heaven when actually Jesus says it's about bringing heaven down on earth. And see, that completely changes the way that you live, and it completely changes the way that living a faithful life to Jesus is. It means that being faithful to Jesus doesn't just mean um, making sure you get to heaven when you die. It means actually bringing God's kingdom here on earth. That's what it means to have faith and be faithful to Jesus. So, for example, it's been a year since covid has happened. Can you believe it or not? If you told me at the beginning of the lockdown that this would be still happening a year from now, I would have told you were crazy or I would have felt really depressed. <laughs> I'm not sure which one it would have been. And the thing is that I know for me personally, I have continually said that I'm going to do the things that I know I should be doing later. Maybe for you, you're saying, hey, when the, when the pandemic is over, then I will start um, hanging out with friends and being more social instead of playing video games. Or maybe you think, hey, I'll delete Instagram so that I can actually read my Bible more and not be tempted to go on social media instead of actually spend time with God. Or maybe you're like, hey, I know I should be like sleeping and eating healthy and stuff and I feel like absolute trash, but when the pandemic's over, I'll do it. Or maybe you say, oh, tomorrow I'll do it. And we do this all the time. And the thing is, it's been a year, and I want to ask you, like, even myself, what have you done with the year you've been given? I know for me, it's been mostly pushing stuff off and saying, I'll get to it tomorrow, I'll get to it next week, I'll do it when things open up, and it never actually gets done. And see, we did this in our lives before, where we would always say, tomorrow, 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 there's a fitness person that I follow, and he always says, if you started working out the first time you said tomorrow, Imagine how fit you would be now. And in the same way, if you started actually taking, bringing God's kingdom down here on earth seriously when you initially said you would, uh, when you said, oh, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll read my Bible tomorrow, I'll pray tomorrow, I'll, I'll help the oppressed tomorrow, I'll give to the poor and needy tomorrow, imagine how much kingdom work you would have already participated in. Because that would have been being faithful. But what we often do is we push things off, and we push things off, and we push things off, and we end up being unfaithful to Jesus. And I know that when it comes to mental health, this is super easy. Because when I was depressed and anxious, I was so tempted to push things off, to push things off, to push things off. It was hard to get up to read my Bible. It was hard to pray. And often I didn't know what to pray for. It was hard to go out and be with community and show God's love to other people. Because I just wanted to isolate and be alone. It was hard to be self-sacrificial and actually give to others what they needed because I felt like I didn't have enough as it was. 
But see, in that moment, I had two options. I could either push it off and say, when I'm done feeling anxious, when I'm done feeling depressed, when I'm done feeling stressed out, then I'll do God's kingdom work and I'll help bring heaven down to earth as Jesus wants me to. Or I could have started doing it now, even though it was hard. And see, the thing is that Jesus talks about how those who are faithful with little things, he knows he can trust with large things. And so if we are not willing to be faithful in bringing God's kingdom work here and now and faithfully following Jesus now when it's difficult, how can God trust us when things get even more difficult? Or maybe things are really easy and you feel great. You don't feel depressed. You don't feel anxious. Life's great. And you're still putting these things off. How can God trust you with things when, when, when you can't do them when life is so easy? And then when things get, get much more difficult, how can he trust you to do it then? And so there's this challenge to us to not just think about the Christian life and what it means to be faithful to Jesus by just not sinning and making sure you do everything you can to get to heaven when you die. Like, that's not a horrible thing. Like, not sinning is probably a good target, but there is so much more to actually what it means to be faithful to Jesus than just making sure you get to heaven. And I want to challenge you. How are you in your life, in COVID, in your depression, anxiety, how are you pushing just that little step farther to make sure that you're being faithful to Jesus? And what it means is you're not always going to get it right. And if you screw up, you don't need to beat yourself up. But it means that every day you're pushing yourself just a little bit farther to make sure that you're staying faithful. Maybe if you're feeling depressed, how you just push today is just getting out of bed and praying for one minute. And maybe that's how you make a step. Or maybe if, you, if you're feeling a little bit more boldly, maybe you set aside five minutes to read your Bible and pray. Or maybe you realize that you have all this stuff that you don't need and you decide to give it to the poor or to your friends who need it more. Or maybe you don't even give it to someone who needs it more. Maybe you decide that you're going to be crazy and just show people how much God loves them. You're going to give your switch to someone who doesn't have one just because. I don't know what the little step is for you that God is calling you to do to join him in his kingdom, but I know that for most of us this year, and honestly most of our lives, we spend so much time saying tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. And Jesus is saying that if you want to be faithful to him and faithful to actually doing his kingdom work, it starts today, not tomorrow. And so I want to ask you guys this. Why do you think that understanding faithfulness to Jesus as bringing his kingdom here and now is radically different than just getting to heaven when you die? And what is one step that you can do today to join God in bringing his kingdom here on earth now? Faith requires faithfulness. See, as Christians, we know that we can trust and put our faith in God. And we know that, that we have a hope that is so much bigger than just this world. That even though we go through things that are difficult, even though we feel depressed, even though we feel anxious, even though we can feel stressed, that we have a hope that is bigger than our depression, than our anxiety, than our stress, and than our issues that we're facing. And we can look to the future knowing that Jesus is going to restore everything and put our hope in him and remain faithful in the times where it's hard. But at the same time, how we remain faithful isn't just obeying a set of rules or making sure we get to heaven when we die. It's actually still doing God's kingdom work here and now. It means that we don't put things off that we know we should be doing today. It means that even though we might feel stressed, anxious, and depressed, that there are little steps we can take each day to make sure that we are still faithful to Jesus in advancing his kingdom work here and now. 
Because the thing is that God wants to use you, even though you feel incredibly weak and useless and like you can't do it. And the beauty of feeling like you can't do it is you realize that you can't and that you actually need Jesus to help you with it. See, none of us can do this kingdom work on our own. And if you think that you can do it on your own, you're going to feel overwhelmed and not know where to start or even how to do it. And that's because you weren't supposed to do it alone. You were supposed to do it in community with the church and also in relationship with Jesus. And through us putting our hope in Jesus and remaining faithful to him by trusting him, we also show that we are faithful by actually joining him in his kingdom work here and now. And that's what it actually means to be a follower of Jesus. Because faith requires faithfulness. So as we conclude this series, I just want you guys to pray for one another. Um, just in a wrap-up of this, spend some time with your small group, praying that you guys can remain faithful to Jesus even when it's difficult, but also praying for those who are going through stress, anxiety, and depression. It's a real thing, and it's hard, and they need not only you as a community to help support them, they also need you guys to come before God and ask him to give them the strength to do the work that he's called them to do. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>